History is the most important tool for change. In order to improve ourselves, we must look into our past to understand our shortcomings and our achievements. Sometimes events and people are lost and not taught in schools. Join me as I take a look into human history and rediscover these people and events that have shaped our lives and find out why we're here. Hey everybody, welcome to Why We're Here Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Shields, and today's episode is going to be a lot different. Some personal issues has happened recently, and I have been unable to uh, focus on doing the research, writing, and everything that goes into an episode. So, as kind of a filler to try and get you something week to week, I wanted to be able to uh, give to, you know give to you, let you have something. It's a little short. It's going to be like a personal history. Um, I actually wouldn't mind doing these throughout the future with a uh, guest uh, learning more about them. But I guess for the uh, first one, let's at least start out with uh, me, like a personal history of your host, myself, and who I am, where I come from, and like my interest in uh, history and maybe and talk about even the future of where I see this show heading towards. So uh, to start, I am at this current time 28 years old. I've uh, gone through college, but I never finished. I uh, grew up here in the Midwest, uh, mostly in a small town in Kansas called Cherryville, Kansas. Um, it's near another small town called Coffeyville, Kansas, yet that one has been more well-known than, of course, Cherryville. About Cherryville, I grew up there for about 14 years, moved to Oklahoma when I was 14, and went to high school in a town called Grove, Oklahoma, right on um, what's called Grand Lake. And it is a great vacation spot slash retirement town. A lot of older folks go there after you know years. It's a you know smaller town, yet it's still got some city qualities, I guess. For college, I went to the University of Oklahoma to study microbiology. I thought that that time in my life, I wanted to be a doctor, and so I was aiming to get my pre-med in that degree. You know, learned a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, during my time there, I took a history of science course that was very, very, you know, I guess informative, instructive to me, and... At the time, I probably should have realized how much I admired history. We went to the library for that class and got to see a lot of uh, old texts and books from, you know, like Francis Bacon and Galileo, his, like, first edition, seeing his signature. That was really, really awesome. So, I mean, I really had an interest in history growing up, um, not realizing, though, how much I was really interested in it or how important I feel like it affects my life. But I've always had a fascination that has kind of, I guess, lingered. Uh, I guess another great example would be in my hometown growing up. I was fascinated. I did a school project on it as well. I was very fascinated on uh, this. uh, You could also say it falls under the true crime the true crime genre. They are a family of murderers in southeast Kansas from like 1860, early 
Um, it was like 1861 to 1863 or something like that. They, they only operated for a few years, but it was a family of four. If you listen to true crime podcasts, some of you may know them. They are called the Bloody Benders. Uh, I have learned some new things about them recently, but when I was growing up, it was under my understanding that they were a family. They were German immigrants. The father was... Uh, this just brute German man, the mother was a large German woman, and they didn't speak, they didn't speak like any English, but yet the daughter and the son, both of them spoke really well English, and were fairly good looking, that's how they would bring in, um, let's say travelers, they, they were travelers on the road, because this family had set up this one room in in this like uh cabin that was divided by a curtain it was a pretty large like little bed and breakfast kind of thing and you would come in spend the night and then eat breakfast and leave well with the travelers for this inn most people never left some people did but most of the time people who wandered in or were brought in by uh kate bender jr or kate bender and there was like ma bender uh the son was uh john bender and some would say john bender jr and his father john bender but others you know would just say pa bender uh it's very very um um, uh, the information's a little shaky about that because they were so secretive of family but they would bring in travelers and they would have them sit down in at the dinner table and the curtain that divided the room would be behind the guest and as they were eating dinner either john bender or uh Paw bender would be behind the curtain and they would have these hammers and they would whack them right in the back of the head um most time not killing them but then kate bender would jump on them and probably like slit their throat and then they had this trap door that they opened up and they would drop the bodies in so that later in the night they would bury them in like the cherry orchard out back um uh, there was even uh, – at Cherryville, there was even a museum that I actually lived down the road from, and in that museum, I'm fairly certain that these were the real artifacts, but they could have been duplicates, but they were the hammers for each one of the family that they carried and the knife. I never got to see the – I would say the restored museum that they built because the original house was – you know, uh, torn down for lumber during the time uh, whenever people were looking for them. Because what had happened is that when they were discovered that, you know, these people were doing these or that something wasn't right because these travelers were disappearing along this route between like Parsons, uh, Kansas to Independence, Kansas, or uh, they were in Osage County, I believe. But um, anyways, they would, people would disappear and I remember reading in this book that I did for the project that one of them was a, uh, I guess, the brother to the sheriff of Independence or um, something like the sheriff or judge. I can't quite remember that one. I'm pretty sure somebody out there with the actual information would tell me. Um, but this is just coming off the top of my head. Anyways, th- he disappeared. And when he found out that you know the benders were on that route, he went to go look and talked to him, and they, of course, told him that they'd never seen him. Um, it was strange that these uh, small family had this large, you know, orchard, uh, but they wouldn't um, 
but they would have all these horses and they would just seem like they had all these expensive um materials and stuff like that for you know this family of four to have so it raised a lot of suspicions and so whenever uh they went to try and have a search party for the brother of the um judge or sheriff even uh Podbender, i believe assisted in that but when it was found out that something was a lot more suspicious and that they should go back and check the the place um I think it was like three days after the search party, they went to go find to go and talk to them or arrest them. If they, I can't quite, like I said, some of the information is fuzzy from the top of my uh, head, but when they uh, went to go search for them, uh, the benders were gone. They had just up and left completely disappeared. It was then whenever they searched the grounds, they found the uh, grave sites, I think up to a dozen people or so. And they just completely disappeared. There was rumors of like Kate and Ma Bender up in Chicago and then other rumors most likely was probably that since, you know, this area of Kansas is so close to um, the Oklahoma border at the time it was Indian Territory. Most likely they were trying to escape to Indian Territory and probably got, you know, um, killed by uh, natives and you know the whole the whole story of the benders is lost and nobody's actually ever going to know what happened to them so that was one of the interesting things i was always fascinated by uh that story whenever i was growing up i'm still fascinated by that by that story i am a true crime fan um but i try not to, i'm trying not to make this as a true crime podcast that's just one of those historical moments that was always fascinated me because also uh in Cherryville Kansas was a hotel during that time because it was a depot town it was where the train would stop at that time it, and it was kind of one of the you know in the 1800s it was a pretty decent well uh well to do town for that time of the for that time of the country um but uh Kate Bender she would also uh work at the Cherryville Hotel and that's where she got a lot of her clientele or a lot of the travelers to come out and see them on the road. Uh, when she, she would also perform uh, seances for the men, uh, either at the hotel um, for entertainment or even, uh, you know, get them to come back to the inn with the prospect of doing a seance or some kind of show like that. So she she really played an instrumental role in bringing in the people. John Bender so, somewhat, but not as much as Kate. So that was one. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the town nearby was Coffeyville, Kansas. Coffeyville, Kansas had an interesting uh, story about uh, a group of gang called the Dalton Gang. Some people who are interested in westerns or anything like that know probably a little bit about this, but the Dalton gang um, came in or announced that they were coming to Coffeyville to rob a bank, and then the citizens uh, banded together, and it was basically a vigilante um, or just a citizens br brigade kind of thing where they uh, stopped the the Dalton gang and killed the four members um that that one i don't know as much on i should actually do an interesting i guess side episode or if there's a western episode if if, if it comes across i would actually like to do something like that i mean you know i've got the whole whole world 
of history to you know to touch on but uh, that's a lot of uh, personal history related to me or things that are close to me because of where i've grown up but i those are the things that i was fascinated as even as a child so um those definitely piqued my interest maybe more than other kids but i never really delved deep into that interest until now and really enjoy finding these books this material and understanding how the world uh, works it's very very um it's very fascinating i should say so um i also attribute it to growing up uh, my dad would watch you know history channel during its heyday whenever world war ii documentaries were you know going out the yazoo but, you know, he would have that just kind of sitting on there, and I would just catch things here and there. And never really, like, that interested in World War II. It is an interesting period of time because it is, you know, within the modern era. But it's um, but it's just one of those things, one of those topics that it's like everybody talks about it. Everybody has a documentary about it. What more could I contribute to that? Um, so... At, for the time being, it's not a subject that I'm most interested in uh, covering, unless I find maybe a like little side stories or personal stories or something like that. Those would be something I'm interested in. But you know, most of us have heard almost everything there is to hear about World War II. Um, World War One, on the other hand, that one I have learned. A, some things within the last year that was really interesting and I feel like has also since it was the first major war of the century had shaped the 20th century into what we are now kind of actually you know learning about World War One and the intricacies of what the effects were for uh, the future or for now the present is what kind of pushed me into, you know, kind of understanding or wanting to know, like, I guess, to quote my show, why we're here to figure out how we got to where we were and the the, the steps that even way back in ancient, ancient history that we still continue to do or um, take from, like, with uh, politics or uh, culture, cultural ideas, everything like that. That's... That's what the – I guess the thesis of my show is to to connect ourselves to our past and understand all that. Um, so for the future of my show, I really, really would like to – you know, I don't have any like huge subjects that I'm trying to get to. I do have – because what I do is I go to the bookstore, I go to the library, and I kind of just browse. And if something catches my eye, I will either buy it, rent it, um, whatever. And it's definitely uh, has proven to be pretty, pretty good um, way to do it. I would like to get suggestions from listeners, uh, from you all. Who want to you know give me a subject that they would like? Um, I mean, of course, it would. I I would prefer like subjects of you know things that have influence over a major uh, like events that have a major influence over the modern world or things that go on. I do would love to hear personal stories. 
Um, I just at this time don't know where to fit them into the show or how it would work. Um, I'm still discovering how this show is going along. Um, since it is the beginning of this uh, podcast, um, I thought that I had a better backlog and was able to get more shows or episodes out without having to have filler episodes like this one. Although a filler episode like this is, I mean, it's a, it's a new idea and it's something that I wouldn't even mind. Uh, it's something I wouldn't mind doing uh, continuously every now and then, you know, find somebody uh, who has lived through a major event, something that's very interesting, uh, you know, what their reactions were, um, maybe historical things that happened in their hometowns like the way i described it kind of you know on the similar basis of this and then you know and you know their interest in history if they have any and anything like that like that would be really interesting to understand and know to appreciate so um you know so it was kind of a blessing in disguise to not have an episode or two uh run short on my backlog of episodes so that I could do something like this to also be very personal so you I don't just sound like a robot to you all. Um, so other ideas for the show, like, I, I mean, I would like to figure out a uh, way to do some sort of Patreon. Um, that's something way down the road. I would first, my uh, goal is to get a collection, a good collection of episodes, a good good amount out there i know it is just in the very very embryo version of you know the show so there's not going to be too much for not too much um there's not going to be too much different uh, differentiation or um shows to look at i know not everybody has the same interests to where they could just listen to everything or want to know everything about every histories maybe there are specific topics that you would prefer to listen to and some other topics that you just doesn't interest you at all and so for a large um audience i would really i really would want to have more episodes to um pick and choose from of course i would love everybody to listen to every episode i believe each one has something great in it and something good to learn but at the time being, I understand that, you know, there's only about, you know, four, three subjects I've talked about so far uh, with a couple more on the way. Um, or so, so, like three, four, five subjects I've talked about, and I, I would like more uh, out there um, for sure. So that's kind of the future I see for my show. I, I mean, other ideas, I mean, I would like to find a way to get a Patreon. Um, I don't know what kind of bonus content to give, though. I, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, for, But I would love to figure something out. I mean, if you have suggestions, I, I definitely would love to f feedback. I would love to get listener feedback. I understand that, you know, in order for you to want to pay to listen to somebody's show that you would like to um, have something in return. And I don't really know much about because, I mean, merchandising, I'm not too sure about that either. Uh, with I've tried to, I've tried to uh, think of bonus content for listeners, things that, you know, you would, that would incentivize you to, you know, want to pay even a dollar a month or anything like that. Like that, that's, 
Um, that's something that kind of bounces around in my head, but it's not the most important right now because I've always, ever since I started the show, uh, even with making money in mind, my first main goal for this is quality content. Like I want to be able to bring you researched topics and, you know, well-read and well-reported um, on, I guess, or just to give you something you know, to, to understand that I'm not just trying to just joke around with this or this isn't something, this is just a hobby. Like, this is something I would like to do as a profession. Uh, it, it mixes my love to entertain along with my love to learn and educate and all sorts of, all, everything. It just, and it's the, it's one of the easiest ways because, I mean, going back to, going back to college is always an option. It's just an expensive option. And this is, a different kind of option for me since it, you know, it, the only problem is, is it bases on you. And I would really, really, um, I really do enjoy and, uh, appreciate my supporters or anybody who has supported me. Uh, anybody who even just listens, just listening is supporting me. And I appreciate that you do that. And I'm glad that you do. And I really do hope that you continue to listen um, there may be even times, like I said, since I'm running low on a backlog, that I might have to take a break, and I won't have anybody to do a personal history episode. So I things still bounce around, but I'm going, you know, I'm trying my hardest between work and getting this all done. I am trying my hardest to bring you content every week, so you can have something to do while you're on the commute or in the gym or just, you know, cooking or even if you're just sitting back and listening and doing nothing. That's also it that's also good too. As long as you know, as long as you find enjoyment out in this and you enjoy the show, uh I definitely will continue to do this show. I'm you know, we'll continue to do this regardless until, you know, of course not everybody's gonna like this and there but there will be a lot of people who will like this. So those are, I guess, my ideas for the show, where I th- want to take it eventually down the road. Uh, right now, like I said, I am focused on quality content, and I will continue to focus on that, uh, and I will also give you as much updates. Thank you so much for listening, um, following me, and please tell your friends, family, anybody who might have a slight interest in history or no his- interest or especially if they have a large interest in history, please tell them all to listen to the show. I mean, that's how podcasts really work is word of mouth. So I try to tell all my friends and family about it and get them to listen. Um, Please do the same if you're, even if you're out there to just try to help an artist out and do the things that they love, you know, just be like, hey, this isn't my cup of tea, but you know, I know you like history, check this show out. So I want to thank you all who listen, anybody who does, you know, help promote my show, anyone who has helped promote my show. Um, I also want to thank, uh, followers on Instagram at, um, my Instagram is at why we're here podcast. They have, you know, the people on there have been very supportive, whether they, you know, 
they just give me a nice little comment, even just the likes or anything like that. Like that's just any any slight support is very important to me, and I appreciate it very much. Also, I don't have a very active uh, Twitter. I mean, I only post the things that I post on Instagram. But please, on uh, Twitter, I would like some followers. You know, help you help get some feedback. Um, e- even if you just want to, you know, quick tweet you know, such and such or something like that. But anyway, my Twitter is why we're here pod. And then for my, uh, email, if you have anything that's long form or if you have anything that's, you know, uh, like got a little bit like an article that you want to like attach or anything that's history based or anything at all. Like I would love to hear some feedback or suggestions or comments or just to know that you're listening, say, Hey, I'm listening. doesn't matter. Like I appreciate any of that, but I, uh, if you want to reach me at my email, it is why we are here podcast at gmail.com. And then, um, I think that's about it. So again, I thank you so much for listening. Thank you for even taking your time out to listen to me talk about myself. So, um, I guess join me next week. I will have another episode ready for you, and then we'll just see where everything goes. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, whatever. I'm on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to, at least the major platforms, wherever you listen to them. You know, tune in next week or whenever you want to tune in to find out why we're here.